everybody, welcome to episode 3 of A Piece of My Mind. In this episode, I'd like to have a piece of your mind um, as I um, discuss um, this COVID-19 self-isolation and its um, psychological effects, its financial effects, economic effects. So, this is a special edition COVID-19, and um, I'm shifting the focus for this episode particularly. I'd like to have a piece of your mind. I would like to have people, after listening, I thought, to this podcast, that they would uh, share and respond in kind to what they're feeling, what they're going through. If they have any humoristic uh, clips, that's fine too. That helps. And uh, I will inject humor into the subject, into the subject matter. And there are certain things in life that are very serious and even too serious to take seriously. Um, That if we don't laugh and joke about it, uh, we end up being very, very, very sad, and then we cry, 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 cry. So this episode is about laughing and crying together as a community in Montreal, for the Montreal community in self-isolation, okay, and coping with this and hoping to get through this in the best way possible, to have the best possible outcome after um, health-wise, psychologically, economically, financially, morally, so on and so forth. Because we live in community, Montreal community that has been dubbed the happiest city in North America. And you wonder why. Probably all the cannabis in the air. Montreal, you walk down the street, you don't have to actually buy cannabis and use it and smoke it yourself. Because it's so palpable in the air downtown that you just inhale the cannabis. Wake up and smell the marijuana. And it does lighten you up. It does, you know, it's, you know, some people would say it kills brain cells. Well, it kills your negative brain cells, but it forms positive brain cells. So, you know, maybe you have to, you need that kind of relief, that kind of um, shift in uh, your mind, your brain psychologically and to kind of um, be a little bit spaced out be oblivious Uh, when this first uh, started uh, about um, a week or so ago almost two weeks ago that I was I was freaking out I was coming home and 
my partner, my wife couldn't deal with me, you know, ranting and raving about what's going on, you know, and um, the, uh, the the 1% and, um, you know, Trump's ignorance, the fact that they couldn't get rid of Trump, they couldn't remove him because of that turtle head, Mitch McConnell, who's now, well, that's a different story now, but he, he is really the fly in the ointment, the way, from my perspective, personally, from my perspective, the way I see it, he's the fly in the ointment in the United States government. He is delaying a $2 trillion package for 10 days. And there's good and there's bad. There's good, there's the bad, and there's ugly, just like the movie. So I'll be ranting and raving and ranting and ranting and ranting and ranting. But I'm usually very calm and oblivious to everything. My, my wife would say, uh, all right, Jeff, enough. Go back to being oblivious. So it's time to sit down and go into a transcendental meditation. So we can have transcendental meditation together as a cohesive spiritual community of Montreal, heart to heart. I'm connecting with more and more people through Facebook and LinkedIn, which connections, these connections I've established prior to this becoming a pandemic. Um, and uh, so me personally, when I go out, I only go out when necessary for groceries or something, or maybe to go to the pharmacy, I, I think I'm going to have to go to the pharmacy uh, today, more than likely, for antibiotics, for to treat uh, this sinus infection that's been bothering me in the last five or six days. Um, yeah, so it's been kind of a bitch, you know. And I, and I, and I like I go on the bus and. It's like I'm conveniently claustrophobic, you know. I purposely sit, like, in the seat, in front of the empty seat, in front of the next guy. And then someone comes and sits right in front of me. And, and suddenly, like, I'm becoming claustrophobic. They're conveniently claustrophobic, and I have to move. I have to move away. I need my space. I need more space. Now, with the social distancing, many of you may find the six feet is like space. You, you kind of appreciate having more space. It's like, okay, give me more space. Give me at least six feet of space. You know? And then you smoke a marijuana joint and you're out in space, space, space. Yeah. And um, so conveniently claustrophobic borderline agoraphobic okay um, and um, it's really depressing to go out there because like every day is like the day after like the horror movie about the nuclear holocaust it's uh, every day is almost as if it's like the day after people are putting up a very brave front, I find, and um, walking around and 
carrying on and you know with the children and you know you gotta be strong for the children not to freak them out too much they don't understand what's going on you really have to take care with these um, children with these young minds going out enjoying the day walking Mount Royal I don't live far from Mount Royal I'm very close in fact and um, walking around seeing people it's not exactly the same mood as it is normally under normal circumstances without the social distancing rules and self-isolation rules and everything just out for fresh air and you know you you want to shift try to shift shift just shift your mind shift your focus to something else to your favorite song a favorite movie writer, speaker, favorite comedian, like myself, the not-so-great Jeffrey Lawrence Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, to tell you the truth, um, stand-up comedy is um, my fourth career. Um, uh, the last one uh, didn't go so well. I uh, was uh, <coughs> voted... I was nominated, rather. I was nominated for Worst Employee of the Year. But I lost. I lost to somebody who attempted to light up a joint in the men's bathroom using a um, blowtorch toilet paper burned down the whole building you can guess the rest okay I kind of I kind got that joke a little bit screwed up because they burned down the building he, he won um, the nomination for worst employee of the year burned down the office building he was in the men's room and lit up a joint The guy was, but I mean, this guy was, you could say he was into gas lighting. I mean, literally into gas lighting, you know, <laughs> if you forgive the pun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this whole thing now is, you know, everybody's jumping on a new bandwagon. Since the Bell Let's Talk thing broke out uh, in social media with that, Icony thing on your profile picture, like Bell. Let's talk. Bell. Let's talk. Bell, let's talk. Let's not talk, Bell. Let's not talk. You hypocrites. I don't like you. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to you. I don't like you. You, you know, you, you represent everything that's wrong in capitalist society. Everything. And I myself am eco-socialist communalists, I believe in communalism, and uh, now I'm pondering, it's like the, the imagined 2.0 of uh, John Lennon, you've all heard of and listened to the John Lennon's Imagine song, 
well this is Imagine 2.0 for this more technologically modern age, 21st century, of, and um, a new society, new communal society, a communal, um, intentional communities, a breakaway civilization, and, and so forth. There has to be serious social fallout after all this passes through. COVID-19 passes through and everything, everyone gets well again, everything is stabilized back to some modicum or level of normalcy, which is subjective. Normalcy is, it's subjective. Normalcy for one person is not the same as someone else. So you have to respect that we have diverging opinions, we don't all share exactly same opinion and uh, yeah so I, I used to be an alcoholic but I grew that now I'm just um, a chronic substance abuser <laughs> and uh, you know for me my favorite uh, expression or question is uh, pass the arthritis medication please I'm not going to have a bird, I already have two uh, in two cages right here in my apartment. Uh, no. I lost one of my birds, it was very sad, and I cried for 10 minutes non-stop. I wailed and cried and cried, it was so sad. You know, because, you know, philosophically speaking, we're very shocked about issues of life and death, especially death. Very, death is very shocking see a living being we become attached to and then they're gone they're dying or just or could or especially or very suddenly unexpected boom they're gone it's a big shock and we're sad we're moved to tears because of this attachment to this life to this bird we love or this dog we love this cat I had a friend I have a friend who recently cat, had to put the cat down, it was very sick, and it was very hard, very depressing when you uh, have a cat for so many years, and uh, you become attached to, to animals, you become attached to pets, and not even in the same way that you would attach to, to humans, like, like people in your family or friends, not quite the same, not quite in the same way, you know, uh, you know, Like, oh, it's my Uncle Harry. He, he was, well, he was a jerk, but I'm sad. But he died. You know, he had a heart condition. But he died of cancer. You know? Anyway. It's not the same thing. So it's not the same. I feel it's not the same way. Same thing. And, and some of you may agree, and some of you may want to weigh, on the, weigh in on this, who have pets, like, Dogs, cats, birds, iguanas, <laughs> whatever. Um, I, um, I I babysat once for uh, these uh, dogs, and um, the 
the uh, couple who owned the house um, also had a parrot. Very interesting. This huge parrot they kept in a big cage in their garage. And um, the parrot spoke French. <laughs> it's very funny to see parrot go, Bonjour, bonjour, comment ça va? Bonjour, comment ça va? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like, wow, Woo. that's a shocker. Very funny, very cute, very funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that was um, one of my um, adventures when I used to live in Lachine. I um, yeah. uh, don't try this at home, folks. So once I was, uh, uh, I smoked a joint. I put on my music on the computer fairly loud and uh, I got drowsy so I fell asleep so about two or three hours uh, later I woke up and I called the police on myself for playing my music too loud you know and um, anyways, uh, um, there was no police officer that came to my door I just got a call from some police officer concern, want to make sure I was alright. Well, yes, officer, I'll lower the music on my computer. Is it lowered now, sir? Yes, yes, sir, it's lowered. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, because they looked in the, the computer database and, you know, you know, they get all their information and they know who they're talking about. I mean, the police have with the data uh, that they can get with this uh, computer technology, they can know, if they really wanted to, they could find out everything about you, you know. Um, you know even up to and including uh, the name of your last boyfriend that you screamed out while you're having sex with your husband. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm very uh, also uh, I have to say about myself I'm very pro-lesbian you know I believe that um, women should hook up with each other as, uh, as often as possible and uh, you know women should be more free in today's society in the world in general than particularly in today's society they should be free to hook up with whoever they want to, whether she's lesbian, whether she's bisexual, trisexual, transgender, polyamorous, you know. It's the men that should be put in cages and have them let us out um, whenever they find some kind of use for us, you know. You know, that's why you heard the expression, there's such a tool you're such a tool, you're such a tool, you know, and some, some men are, are not even good for that, you know, what are you good for, you know, get in my face, what are you good for, yeah, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's it, that's, uh, inside the mind of JLW, the twist and sordid mind of a fledgling stand-up comedian uh, 
And um, but I would like a piece of your mind also. You know, um, I gave you a piece of me, and I'd love to have a piece of you to hang on my wall to look at when I get bored in times of self-isolation and admire because I'm sure it's very colorful. You know, the people like underestimate themselves, they get down on themselves, they, they, the self-esteem in general from what um, I find from personal experience and, and in the other work I do of uh, spiritual counseling nature and energy healing and all that. The self-esteems of people are very, very low. Like societists promote you to have high self-esteem, high image, because if you go up too high, then you say, oh, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. You know, you're branded as a narcissist. Oh, you're egotistical, you're a narcissist. Oh, you're so selfish. Well, you should think of yourself. Honestly, you should put your, your, your selfish needs over other people because if not for you, there, not be, there would not be a world, we would not have community, and you would not have a family, and a lot of things depend on you. That you are the world, you are the universe, you are important. It's important that you feel good first. Don't worry about making other minds feel good or feel better. Because more than likely they'll just drag you into the river with them. And drown. They'll drown with them. No, be careful. Be compassionate. Help them out. Extend an oar or a pole. Or throw them a lifeline or a, a buoy or you know, a life preserver, and it's up to them to grab on or not to grab on. And I found in counseling personally, there's some people who can't grab on, so I can't help them. They'll just drown, they'll just stay where they are in their cycle of pity and shame and depression, and they'll stay where they are for who knows how long, for a very long time. And the universe will decide their fate because they've lost completely control over their fate. Completely. Okay, so I'm saying to you people here, share with me. Open up to me. Don't shut me out. Share with me what you're feeling. And grab on. Grab on. To the beauty, the courage, and the strength that you are. You're all beautiful. Inside and out. And this is the mantra, you know, that you, I suggest you use. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I am a truly compassionate person. And that will make you feel better. I promise. So on that note, I'll give you a say a salut, as we say in Montreal, Quebec. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. 
and uh, let's thank God we're not living in the United States. Let's let's connect in our prayers to that force, that source of the universe that is really in control of life and our individual lives that we live still not in the United States. We are in Canada and we are Canadians and we are proud. So on that note, I'll say good afternoon, good night, whatever. And stay inside. Stay safe. Be well. Thank you very much for listening. This was another episode of A Piece of My Mind.